Hello and welcome back to the Well Nation podcast. As always, I'm joined by Robbie Boyd. Robbie? Hiya. So, since last time we've had the St Mirren game, which I think yeah. we were a bit too overconfident about, um, <laughs> and obviously the PFA awards, which we'll get on to, but I think anything you'd like to cover? Uh, yeah. The St Mirren game, I, I, I wouldn't say we should have been out of sight in the first half. I just think we should have... Been been better, but then again, you know, we're, we're up against teams that have got you know. I know we spoke about the complacency possibility. We're up against players, you know, players that are fighting for, you know, not not only their livelihoods but the tea ladies at St Mirren Park and etc. So, listen, they dug in and they got the result. I don't feel when you sit here and be biased. I don't feel we deserved a draw, but we didn't really deserve a win. But it's just disappointing not to get three points. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, another big positive from the game, David Turnbull getting another goal. We'll move on to him later on. Yeah. We'll try and keep off the PFA awards till later. Yeah. We've got Return yeah. of Beat the Boy. Yeah, we'll right. Forward to Adam, Adam on later on. Sure, uh, but sure. Stick to the, the St Mirren game at the moment. Do you yeah, think no it was pure complacency thinking we're going in and we've already won it? I wouldn't say the thought, and you know, can I... I wouldn't say the players were going to go in and think we've, we've already won it, but I think St Mirren didn't really give us, because I watched the highlights back and there was about 45 seconds of worth of footage in the first half and it was, you know, I don't think St Mirren didn't come anywhere near us. That's it. That's that's a disappointing thing. Um, looking at it, I think, wouldn't, I think, you know, I wouldn't say they're complacent, but I think, you know, one goal, you know, the idea in their head, one goal would have killed it and it didn't. Mm-hmm. Especially with the, you know the chances we had that Arriba yeah, chance aye. especially mm-hmm. uh, if he puts that either side of the defender then it's just one well, it's, nil. You know, you're speaking four in- four inches either side of the guy's leg. Mm-hmm. You know it's so unfortunate. And that that would have set us up nicely. That would have been four minutes in, roughly. Yeah. Um, so would have been set up nicely for the game. But you know we could sit here and say, oh, if we done this, we done that. But it's hindsight. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're, we're still only a point behind seventh and, and going into the St Johnston game. That'll yeah, be massive. It makes it even bigger, and I do hope, I do have a feeling we'll, we'll give a good travelling account of ourselves, you know, supporters wise. And I hope we don't get the corner of the main stand. I do hope they open up behind the goals because I do think we could, if not fill it, I do think we could get at least maybe three three quarters of it full and give the boys mm-hmm. a big backing. And, you know, hopefully, but, but you know, for, from a neutral's point of view, you know, seventh isn't a big, a big deal, but it's, um, it certainly keeps the the heat, the heat for something to, something to play for as such. Although there isn't much to play for. Yeah. Um. So going into the St Johnston game, yeah. is there a- anything you change uh, from the team that played St Mirren? Um. Obviously, I watched the highlights. I didn't manage to to get a stream. I was at a um communion on Saturday so I couldn't I couldn't watch the game. Um but a lot of people were saying that Carl McHugh's addition to the squad when he when he came on or when he when he when when he came in really it was was a was a welcomed one and he, he played well which you know it takes a lot for Muslim supporters to defend or to praise Carl McHugh. So mm-hmm. I I would maybe just want to see as I go a bit more solid in our defensive midfield options. So maybe that might be Campbell and um, McHugh behind Turnbull um, defensively Charlie was decent Tom was decent um, I, I wouldn't really change too much but it's kind of one of those ones you you want to see change because we've never got the best luck against St Johnson mm-hmm. especially at McDermott, uh, McDermott Park one win in six years there Yeah. so it's, it's not an easy place to go especially with them you know they're one point ahead all they really need is a point and they've practically secured seven. secured it yeah yeah so is there anything you would change? Obviously, you were at the game. Um, I think. Well, I would. I would say if it if it was a, a bigger game, obviously seventh, as you said, it's it's not that important. Uh-huh. Other than but, financially. Yeah, um, I think James Scott was. I think James Scott struggled with the the. Um, oh, what I'm trying to think the the aggressive part of the game of the game. Yeah, on I don't, Saturday. yeah. Yeah, so I think, you know, harking back to the, the comment I made 
after the the derby game. I did mention. I think a lot of and a lot of sporters will agree with me. I think he, he struggles to play up front in his own. Because you look at his history throughout the under twenties, fantastic goal scoring record. He's always had somebody up up with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think he is particularly. You know, harking back to the to, to, to last week's podcast, we're speaking about is he the your typical service striker? I think not because he's very very good with his feet. Yeah, yeah. I think his his height and his build is an added an added bonus. So. Yeah, you know, again, not not really. I said before, you know, not really. I'd like to see anything anything stay the same, but I'd, I'd like to see something change as well. Just wee tweaks and all right, he's starting or he's getting a game. Just give players something to play for. Yeah, um, another big thing that that angled well fans. Um, mm-hmm. Elliot Freer towards the end of the game, four on two, thirty yeah. seconds to go. Should they have passed it? Should they have lost? Oh, Listen, I'm, I'm a winger myself, and I'm running at goal. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Noticing there's three, there's three people beside me. I'm seeing. I'm seeing the three, the three white posts. I cert- I'm certainly not want to pass it by the keeper. I'm certainly want to smash it, but I'm not. I, personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't square that ball to anybody. Um, he's he's running down the right wing. He's on his left side. You know, eighty percent of the time you're you're scoring that. And he hasn't, but um, yes, he should have. He should have squared it. But I always like to think, if I'm in that position, what do I do? I'm no squaring that. Mm-hmm. But I, I certainly do think he should have because it would have wrapped up the game. But you look back to the the when he gets first goal against Kilmarnock at home, it was a very very similar position, and he's rounded the keeper and scored them and scored the goal. So again, that was a win that kind of. Secured safety as well back then, but yeah, he should have squared it and it would have won us the game. But then you know, the defenders should have defended the long throw, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. The double edged sword, yeah, yeah it's a frustrating goal, goal to concede because even if you know Freer hits that with more power, keeper might palm it out or it might go over the bar or whatever and land to somebody's feet, sit, yeah, and sit yes, the ball in the corner. Sit. Mm-hmm. St Mirren don't get the chance to lob up and win that throw in so you know back to the point yeah it could have been this couldn't be that we need to take a point move on luckily St Johnston also dropped the point which is good um, yeah Craig, Craig Hawkins screamer yeah I've seen that so, on uh, BBC yeah it's a good goal mm-hmm. so the, one player I wasn't impressed with on Saturday was Bolly Aribe okay I just did back not to, like him at all during back, the game yet. Back to fading in and out again. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to do, you know, relates, blah, 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 in his, in his own half, trying to, try to play it out. But then Freer comes on, doesn't put on a good performance. But yeah, I think Aribe will start against uh, St Johnston. Yeah, what else do we do? Do we do winger-wise? Um, I still don't think Caden's 100%. And again... He's a mid, I, I don't like him as a front three, Caden. Um, I prefer him running from deeper. Uh, you, you know we're not, we're not going to play. We're not going to play the other one. Um, so I think you know you're looking at Caden, Freer, and Aribe. I'm struggling to go through the squad here and think even I even mean, under twenties. You know we've got, I know we've got Jamie Sample. Yeah. I think I think Cameo's just now keep him hungry, but you know I, I certainly wouldn't surprise me to see him start either. Um, even even Adam Adam can play out play as a winger as well, but I think he's in the same bracket as Jamie Sample. Just feed him in and out uh, for the remaining games, and they'll kick the start the season next season. Because mm-hmm. well, obviously um, Jamie Sample and Adam Livingston both got on. Yeah. Against St. Mirren, I mean, they they didn't really have enough time to do anything. To I don't think Adam happen. Livingston got a touch. Yeah, I should have. Yeah. So, you know, it's good to see Adam Livingston get back out there. Cause yeah, he, definitely, man. He started breaking it, well, I say breaking into the team. He started getting a few appearances and then signed the contract and he's not been in the team since. But hopefully hopefully he'll get on the next two games and then push on from the yeah, season. Yeah, because I think um, a lot of people weren't, well, English supporters. But then again, they, they, they said that about like Charles Dunn and Tom Aldred and look how good they have come, they, they, how how good they've came for us. Um, they've said that about uh, they too, but they've said a lot about Jake Carroll as well. 
and how he's he'll, he'll get lost in a game and his tactic. I think somebody quoted his tactic ability is absolutely useless or something along the lines. But again, it gives competition for that left back as well because I do prefer, although he, he did get um, on soccer AM with that nutmeg Tate, I, I still like to see him in the, in the right back position. Yeah, and then obviously you've got, you know, we've been over it a million times with Grimshaw, so we've got yep. a lot of choices. But since, I mean, I'm struggling to think, am I missing someone obvious here? But we've not had a proper good left back since Hamill. Steve, Stevie. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right, because, that, you know, we've covered it before the kind of season of, you know, where I, I don't think Motherwell were the, were the same team when Hamill came off injured against the Arnon, that that playoff season. I genuinely do believe if we had a solid left back that season, we wouldn't have been in that trouble because we tried four or five different players in that position, and um, it, it it didn't work until the final last two games of the season. And who came back? Stevie Hamill. Is mm-hmm. you know I think I think he was I think Richard Tate's the new Stevie Hamill, Mister Consistency. Yeah, um, definitely. Francis Angle shot himself when he seen the eighteen yard box. Like an incredible yeah. burst of pace and some good trickeries, and he chipped in with odd goal, but he just panicked when he seen the um, the eighteen yard box and all. I can I can remember some other supporters has been is having Stevie Hamill's the left back, and I think you'll be the same yourself. So for us to comment, say anybody else, I think would be unfair because we've not been, you know, to see left backs have gone by years because Stevie Hamill's been there for sixteen years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but obviously, yeah, I'm, just, I'm struggling to think. Who was the left back before? I don't know, it would have been Hamill, yeah, but I don't know what I'm yeah. about. But obviously, there was David Ferguson came in, he played left back. He for did, a bit. yeah. David Ferguson came in. Um, we had, yeah, David Ferguson had striker as well. Marvin Johnson had a couple of stints at left back. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Joe Chalmers as well. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Sixteen, seventeen season. Ham- well, we still had Hamill. Yeah, the sixteen, seventeen season. We did, we did, and Chalmers as well. Um, obviously, I'd like Aaron Taylor Sinclair, Stephen Hendry, another awful signing. Um, I forgot about Stephen. Yeah, Hendry. we've had, we've had our, our, our fair share of, of of left backs that just haven't been, haven't had the consistency of Stevie Hamill. Mm-hmm. They haven't. Obviously, obviously now it's looking a bit better. I yeah, mean, yeah. we said we said the same about Aaron Taylor Sinclair last year. I think could that possibly be the same for Jake Carroll? Who knows? But no, I wasn't. Impre- got, I wasn't you know, impressed at all when we signed him. No, Taylor Sinclair. Especially, you know, yeah. Um, so whether Jake Carroll will be the, the same as him, we don't know. But yeah. even at that, you've still got Tate, who who's more than reliable the yeah. left back in them. Adam Livingston, who has shown that he can put in a performance. Mm-hmm. So it's looking good. Yeah. Um, Liam Polworth got into the uh, Championship yep. Team of the Year, which is also good. That's another good signing. Yeah. Uh, Usman Fane still remains un- unannounced, if he, is, yeah. if, if he is coming. Yeah. So still a lot of things to look forward to. Yeah. Um, so it's exciting. It's exciting. But as you said, looking forward now, main priority, finish seventh, get the young lads in pre-season. Yes. And push on. Uh, someone's asked, uh, what what is your main target for the following season? Like, if, what is the main thing you think we should be getting? It's always, 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 always for me. And you know, I think for, 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 for multiple supporters of our generation is, is, is top six. And I would like a good a good cup run. I, I, maybe I'm settling for mediocrity because I know the I know the big the big the big Premiership teams come into the the Scottish Cup phase at the fourth round, which is the round of sixteen. Is it? Was uh, it last thirty? Last thirty two, right? Um, and I I think anything from quarter final onwards is decent. I genuinely think getting to the quarter final Scottish Cup is decent. Getting the quarter final of any cup because. Take, then you're in the top eight. Mm-hmm. I think that's decent. So yeah, I, I'd settle for sixth and quarter final minimum. I'd say, especially with you know the Betfred Cup, we should. We need to finish top. We need to finish top. Yeah. Yeah. We need to finish top. Yeah. Did we? Did we finish top this? No, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't. I don't. I don't think we actually. 
because you know we had a bumpy start, obviously. With the penalties, uh, yeah. No, we finished finished second. Yeah. We get, we get, did we? Get, yeah. I don't. In fact, did we even get through actually? No, we did get through because we played Livingston in the last sixteen and then get put out by Hearts and the. Was that the four two game? Looking yeah. at it now, we got we got ten. No, we did finish top. Yeah, we did. All right. We finished a point above Queen of the South. Uh, so, I mean, looking at it now, it wasn't that bad a group stage. Yeah. We finished with 10 points, conceded two goals in four games. It, but the performances in those games weren't great. So, I think the main target for the Betfred Cup this season should be, as you said, quarterfinal again. Yeah. But when all games, I think, yeah, should you be need, expected. You need, yeah, I think it should be. And back to the left-back thing as well, we had likes of Luke Watt playing. And uh, you and Murray. Oh, I forgot about Luke Watt. Luke Watt and you and Murray. Yeah. Luke Watt. Yeah. Um. His off-field antics. Um. weren't weren't exactly, which is why he didn't really kind uh, of continue on the first team vein. But he's not really went on to do much since leaving Motherwell. I think I don't know if it, the last time I heard about him was at Stranraer with Max Curry, but I'm not sure about anything since then. But yeah, back to the Betfred Cup. Yeah, quarterfinals for me. Minimum, but we need to finish. We need to start finishing mm-hmm. top because you know we want to get favorable favorable draw when you get through in these competitions. I mean, even looking back to this year, we were very unlucky not to get to Hamden again. I mean, that said, we get beat four two in the quarter final, but it was two each in the eighty yeah, minute. Yeah, we send everybody up. You know, bar one. For for a, for a corner to win the game, you said it yourself when we we get beat three 0 at Celtic Park. You'd rather we died with our legs up going for it than damage limitation. So mm-hmm. definitely, it's that, fine with me. Yeah. I mean, you may especially in a cup game when it's three two to Hearts and we throw everybody up for an equaliser. I mean, there's you may as well throw caution to the wind. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. You've nothing to lose in a That's cup it, game. Yeah, so. Going off. May as well throw up. So to answer the the um, question, your expectations question, top six I think is always going to be, yeah. as you said, everyone's always going to be hoping for top yeah. six and quarter final in both cups. Is that too much to ask? So or... I think the concept of the Betfair Cup makes it look easier, but the actual practicality of it couldn't be. You know, like we had some curve balls. But I like the concept of it starting early. I know a lot of people might not, but it's competitive football early on rather than the the friendly nonsense. You know, I, I'm I'm not a big advocate of far away friendlies and and things like that. I'd rather getting into the competitive games because players yeah. know their, you know, supporters can know players' worths and if they're up for it or if they're not. Um, I, I I do enjoy it. And then, as you said, you know, the faraway friendlies, we've already confirmed one friendly, which is... Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland, Linfield. You know what, I feel friendly, friendlies Wait. are often a hint of um, where you're signing players from or where players are going, because I'll always look back to the Fulham friendly when Sean Hutchinson left. I think that was part of the, the deal, was Sean will go to Fulham, but Mother will want... A friendly with Fulham, so Sean, Sean's first game for Fulham was at Fir Park, which is quite nice. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, maybe maybe I'm over reading it again, typical. But I think yeah, it'll be good, and it's what half an hour, forty minutes in a ferry. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully get a decent support yeah, over there. Definitely. Uh, and it's as you said, you've got you know that friendlies at the very end of June, and then I expect maybe two or three more at the start of July, and then. You're straight into competitive football, which is, you know, fantastic. Yeah. The Betfred Cup starts on the 14th of July. Right. I think. So, you know, you're playing half of the July and then you're, you know, the league kicks off right at the start of August. Yeah, first, second week of August, yeah. Or first 10 days of August. The players should be, yeah, the players should be more than ready for that. definitely. And I've got good, got good hopes for next season. Which will be which will be good. So now what we're going to do is we're going to get Adam mm-hmm. in, uh, beat the Boyd, the rematch. Uh, we're going to try and get him in the now. Yeah, that's good. We'll see. Confident for this one. Um, I've been studying for my life garden all day for uh, for college tomorrow, so I've not really. I've just been clutching at straws, hoping for for some favourable questions. But we'll see what happens. 
So obviously Adam's got the annual to play for yeah. if he beats you. Yeah, the the guys at How's Your Touch. Mm-hmm. So it should be it should be in in the next ten seconds or so, and then we'll get we'll get started. Yeah, there we are. There, Adam. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? So, welcome back. It's been a while. Yeah. So as you know, you're um, you're here to try and win the How's Your Touch annual of Robbie Boyd, the rematch of Beat the Boyd. Are you feeling confident this time after what happened last time? Well, I can't do much worse than the last time, so... That's <laughs> true. Uh, so, what we're going to do is we're going to flip a coin. Heads and Robbie will go first and Tails, Adam will go right. first. So, it is going to be... It's Tails, so Adam, you're up first. All right. Robbie, we're going to get you to leave no the podcast. At the All right. Okay, so Adam, you've got six questions to answer. Yep. And then if Robbie gets the same amount as you correct, then there will be a tiebreaker question. Uh, answer the questions as quick as you can. You've got about 10 seconds per question, so you don't need to rush it. You can think for a few seconds. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. <clears throat> okay, so which English Championship club plays their home games at the DW Stadium? Wigan uh, Athletic. How many Scotland caps does Chris Cadden have? One. Who won the Champions League in 2009? Barcelona. Who is the most successful Scottish team outside the old firm? Aberdeen. Who did Greece beat in the Euro final in 2004? Uh, Portugal. Who is the current Livingston manager? Gary Holt. All right, well done. I think you've done quite well there. Uh, we'll get Robbie back in. Yep. Hopefully. So you feel, you think you've done well uh, there? I think I've done much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, as you said, you can't do as bad as last time. Oh, definitely not. Uh, so what we're going to do now, we'll wait on Robbie to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, if if he gets the same amount of questions right as you, then it'll go to a tiebreaker question yeah. uh, to separate it up. So Robbie, back mm-hmm. in. Uh, so Adam, what we're going to do is get you to leave the podcast at the moment, then we'll get you back in. Right, no problem. Right, Robbie, you ready? Okay, Um, you've got about 10 seconds per question. Right, okay. And then six six, six questions it is, and if you get the same amount right as Adam, it goes down to the tiebreaker. Right, okay. Right, you ready? Which English Championship club plays their home games at the DW Stadium? How many Scotland caps does Chris Cadden have? Oh, no. Who won the Champions League in 2009? 2009. Uh, uh, Man United. No, no. Who is the most successful Scottish team outside the old firm? Uh, Aberdeen. Who did Greece beat in the Euro final in 2004? Portugal. Who is the current Livingston manager? Gary Holt. Right, how do you think you've done? Do you think you've beat him? Uh, no, um, Chris Cadden's got two and Barcelona for 2009. Right, well, we'll find out. We'll get, we'll get oh! back in. Oh, do you think you've bottled it this time? Oh, mate. I'm raging because I was hoping to go for a clean sweep as well because I'm confident with others. Right, so both of you have answered the six questions. Yep. Yeah, I think... Some are more confident than others. Uh, so, first question is, which English Championship club plays their home games at the DW Stadium? You've both got that right. It's Wigan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many Scotland caps does Chris Cadden have? You've both said one. Two. He has two. <laughs> Who won the Champions League in 2009? Barcelona. Adam said Barcelona. Oh, man. Robbie said Manchester United. The answer was Barcelona. Oh, wow. So, uh, Adam... <laughs> Adam is 2-1 up on course to win. Uh, who's the most successful Scottish team outside the old forum? You've both got Aberdeen. Yeah. 3-2 to Adam. Who did Greece beat in the Euro final in 2004? You've both got Portugal. So it's 4-3 to Adam. Who's the current Livingston manager? You've both got that right, which 5-4 to Adam. Well Adam is the winner. 
congratulations. Cheers, thanks. Thanks for that. So, obviously, you've won your, your annual from How's Your Touch covers everything in Scottish football. So, Good. you know, 1-1 one, one overall. Yeah. Referees have won. I think, Robbie, you'll be hitting no, yourself for that me. one there. <laughs> well, it was a complete mess, so, to be honest, but as soon as you said Man United, I thought I would be Barcelona. Yeah, so a win for Adam means he wins the annual. Uh, Adam will keep you in if that's all right. Yeah, go over no a few things. So we'll move on uh, to the, the big talking point amongst Motherwell fans at the moment, which was the PFA award night. David Tumble was up for Young Player of the Year as well as the other one, um, Jake Hasty. Uh, Ryan Kent won the award. What, what's, your, what's your thoughts on this? It's just a complete farce, isn't it? I mean, a couple of things I've got that's, I've got an issue with. It. One, he's not a Rangers player. You know, he's unborn for Liverpool. Second of all, you look at the stats, Ryan Kent's played the full season for Rangers and David Turnbull's got double the goals and he came in in October. So it's a complete farce, but we know why he got it, because he plays for Rangers. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't, he didn't even get any... Team of the year, that was a farce as well. He's, he's 22. Yeah. That's going to be 21 mm-hmm. under. Um, the thing that, that I want to look at positively, and I think... Um, it's always a good thing to, to try and flip it, you know, no matter how hard it is. It can kind of calm down Davy's exposure a bit. I think if he'd won the, the award, we would really be maybe bracing ourselves about lo- losing him sooner rather than later. I think <clears> him <throat> not winning the award will keep him at Motherwell for a bit longer. And I think he's, 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 he's the People's Player of the Year, Young Player of the Year mm. anyway. Yeah. Um, it's it's absolutely bizarre, but you know. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you've got three young Scottish players up for the award as well, and you give it to a a twenty two yeah. year old English player on loan from Liverpool. It's 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 frustrating more than anything. Yeah, to see that. Which it's it's disappointing. We'll move on to the player, uh, the team of the year. Sorry. Do you agree with the, the team of the year? Is there anything you A couple of things I think I disagree with. Um, the goalkeeper, I think, for the start, I think William Kelly for the Queen Sheets, he's got Ollie Robinson. I think that's outstanding. You know, where the team is at, I think, was it 14 Queen Sheets? Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, something um, like that, yeah. Obviously, Turnbull should have been in there. Beata doesn't make sense to me. You know, uh, I thought Stuart Finlay's been outstanding for Kamarnock. I thought he should have got in. And uh, Richard Tate as well, left back, most consistent performer in the league. Seems fair enough. Uh, Robbie, you you disagree with um, anything in the team of the year? A lot, not a lot, to be honest with you. The thing that's interesting me, there's no actual left back. Um, it's yeah. yeah so I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what formation the guys at the PFA are trying to play there as well with with, with the awards they've given. Um, thinking to give their, give their heads a wobble as well. Uh, am I right in saying Dedrick Bayata get in there? Yeah. What the fuck? What? <laughs> um. <laughs> the, the, the other one that that really annoyed me was uh, Scott Brown mm. getting in there. I mean, I correct me if I'm wrong, but Scott Brown doesn't really do much every game. He just kind of. Winds yeah. the other players mm-hmm. up, but I think he gets in there purely because yeah. he's the captain himself. Absolutely, that, that, that is the only reason yeah, I last think he gets in there. He was, he was good last season. Uh, Callum McGregor, I think, has been should, should, should be player of the year. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's been the best player yeah, of Scotland yeah. this season. Um, I'm looking at that midfield and I'm, I'm looking at guys like Alan Power, yeah, um, yeah. Sean Byrne. I'm looking at even uh, Stevie Marlin as well. Um, who's the guy for Hearts in the midfield? Ollie Lee. They're all they yeah, are all reasonable enough, shouts, yeah. but uh, I know we can set we we can set even Scott Scott Arfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could. But I know we're going to sit here, and you know, this podcast will probably get a lot more listens than than um, the the other ones because we're speaking about um, you know Rangers and Celtic, uh, which necessarily isn't a bad thing for for listening. 
uh, engagement, but I feel it's just it's all wrong, Graham Shinney. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> Stop. I think if you're going to put an Aberdeen player in there, surely it's either McKenna or Ferguson. Or I'd, I'd, I'd even argue Joe Lewis. Mm. Genuinely. No, I think, I've not got too many complaints about anyone, Dragon Gold, but... I think you look at the players that have had a better season than, than McGregor, you've got Kelly, even Xander Clark yeah. or Johnston's been pretty solid. Mark Gillespie as well. So, yeah, even, even Mark Gillespie. Scott Bain. I think Scott Bain is up there. Yeah, Scott Bain. Daniel Backman yeah. of, of Kelly as well. So, I mean, you could sit and pick pick players. Um, a, another a good thing to see getting was Craig Holkett. Yeah. Oh. A, a lesser, a lesser team getting in there with Craig Hawkins. For me, the only two players that kind of more or less deserved to be in that um, team of the year were uh, Forrest and McGregor. Oh, yeah, Callum, and I'd probably argue Alan McGregor as well. I know that's a bit kind of touch and go, but certainly the, the two Celtic boys and McGregor and uh, Forrest, I feel they're the only two that have got real claims to be there. I think um, about for Celtic as well. Yeah, he's, I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't say over the full season, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, C- certainly recently, I feel the PFA player of the season should be a player for the full season. But yeah, I'm not yeah. no, no discrediting that at all, Adam. Mate, I'm with you on that. Well, the, another controversial one was Morelos going in. I saw a few people complaining about that. Is would the... would Morelos be a striker in there? You know, you've got Claus Grove, Edward. Yeah, you, you can't. You know. as, 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 as bad as that is, I mean, what does that say about the Scottish Premiership when he's the top scorer? Mm. Well, he's an absolute nuisance, that's, mm. that's, a, that's for sure. You know, every centre back's really afraid to go up against him, in my opinion. Disciplines a bit of an, an embarrassment, but mm-hmm. Sam Corkov was a good shout as well, I thought. Eh? Quite the goals. Yeah, I think Cosgrove over the course of the season has been very inconsistent. Yeah. I think he scored the 16 goals that he's got within, you know, 10 games yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it did take a while to kick in, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Edward was another one. Has he's, he been consistent uh, enough? For, first half of the season was more resistant. No, I thought So... It's a weird one. I mean, going back to your point there, I mean, Morelos to be top goal scorer and he's only started 26 games and he's scored 17 goals. He's a, he's a class striker, but would someone, I know we're, we're drifting away, this is meant to be a Motherwell podcast, but um, would would a team really come in and pay, you know, the 20 million that, that Rangers fans seem to think no. he's got for someone that's getting sent off every, every five or so games? No. Scottish clubs won't get anybody for over Ten million at least, in my opinion. That includes Celtic or Rangers. Uh, you mean Van Dijk went for twelve? Yeah, twelve. So I've seen Real Betis for went we went for about twenty-three million, but the most they'll get is about ten to fifteen in that bracket. I think. Mm, I mean, yeah. I mean, some people were shocked when Mr. Dembele went for nineteen million. So, mm. do, who do you think's a better player here, based on their time in Scotland, Dembele or, or Morelos? The belly for me. That's you can't compare the two of them. One's a top class striker, and the other one's a wee region Colombian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, as yeah. well, back to the what you were the point you were making about the you know who's actually going to come in from us unless you unless a manager's playing FIFA nineteen and they're looking at his potential, then I don't I, I don't think MD MD would come in for him because other than his potential on, on, a, on a computer game, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, stand out to me as a as a good striker. I just think yes, he's, he's he works hard for your side, and that's a big thing in Britain and in Scotland as well. We like to see effort, but no, I don't. Even I was watching the Rangers Hibs game, and Rangers got a better win record without him than they do when he's in the team. Yeah. What does that tell you about Rangers as a squad without him? Yeah, they've looked good with the four up front, haven't they? Yeah, they've got a seventy-five percent win record without him. Yeah, compared to fifty-two. Mm. I mean, he's he's let Rangers down quite a lot. Rangers I think game, the amount of goals he scored. I think the amount of goals he scored has been cancelled out by, you know, his his antics, if you will, on the park. Uh, so it, I mean, I'd I'd like to see him leave Rangers. I think every other team would like to see him leave. Rangers, I don't think but, he's that good. You know, I know numbers and stats don't lie. 
cast about stats. I don't rate him. I just don't. I just think. I mean, even his goal, his goal, his goal of the season. I know. I think we're probably getting to that the interview thingy, you know. But mm. I, I don't think. Oh, you know, I heard people say oh, it was a good team goal, but but for me, it should have been Stevie Mellon against Dundee. That absolute thunder cunt. I think that was a, 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 a scorcher goal. But there again, he's, he's, he's picking up awards for playing for Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. the Rangers are back. I mean, they had, they had to. Yeah, they had to. They had to give something to Rangers, I suppose. Yeah. And you know, as as you said, if if David Turnbull wins that award, then that's more publicity, yeah, more teams looking at him. Yeah. yeah. And the only awards that, the a, only awards it, that, that matter are ours. So it's good recognition. Yeah. Got nominated yeah. in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. I, I can't remember the last time I've Oprah was nominated for the PSA awards. Murf, Jamie Murphy, I think. Yeah. Well, that was a, that was a few years back. Yeah, so. it was a good while back. Yeah. Yeah. Especially two in the same year, which is is yeah. great to see. Yeah. Even even though even no, though anyway. you know the uh, situation yeah. with him, but so it's it's it's, it's weird. You, you know, you could sit all day and pick who you would put in team of the year, but at the end of the day, it's it's all it's all just an opinion. It doesn't increase you know your ability yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So it's however I can see why people are are the Swedish Marvel fans. So, yeah, Rangers yeah, fans yeah. are absolutely baffled as well. Celtic fans, Aberdeen fans. Yeah. So, so. there you go. He's, 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 a play, he's the young player of the year in people's hearts. Um, yeah. he, he is the best young player in Scotland. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He just as So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean even, the, even the comments from Keith Lasley, some people yeah. were giving Keith Lasley a bit of backlash for his comments, you know, the Kieran Tierney comments and blah, 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 how Kieran Tierney's the best Scottish player in this generation or whatever. But, I mean, g- genuine question here, who who do you think is the best Scottish player to come out in the past 10 years? I don't know. Give you some think- thinking yeah. thing. For me, it's it's hands down. It's Andrew Robertson. I think where, where he's came from, from the story writes itself. To be at the pinnacle of football, he is at the pinnacle of football. Champions mm-hmm. League finals on the cusp of winning a league title. You know, playing and and, and doing really really well in over Liverpool. You know, Adam, you won't be too happy with me saying it, but get thumped um, midweek. Yeah. But and I, I watched the video on Twitter where Andy Robertson. Shepherded a three-on-one attack in yeah. Barcelona's favour, oh, yeah, and yeah. you know where, where he's came from 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 playing at Queens Park to being at the pinnacle of football. I think that's how it should be as a footballer. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be born into these club academies, spoon-fed, loaned in and loaned out, or or kept and nurtured. That is hard graft, and he is the best Scottish player of out of you know. The generation that are, that are that are coming through, I think Kieran Tierney is the most overrated footballer I've seen in my, my lifetime. Yes. I don't rate. Yeah. I don't rate him. I don't rate him at all. I don't rate him at all. Yeah. Do you think he's based off? He's, pure ba- he's, he's based and, off pure height because he's the best defender Celtic have, and Celtic's defence isn't the best at all. Isn't 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 good in fact, and that's why he's he's um. He's he's so held, held in so much high regard, and because he'll he'll go and you know go to supporters after the game, and which yeah. is all, all all part and parcel. And but he's not he's no he's not the best young left back in the planet. He's not the best young left back in 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 Britain at all. That's 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 fair enough. I think another player that's based off pure height will go back to him is is. Ryan Kent. What what's your genuine opinion on Ryan Kent? Do you rate him as a player or I mean Adam, this one obviously I'll apply to you as well. You obviously you're a big yeah. Liverpool fan. Do you see Ryan Kent making any more Liverpool appearances in his career or, or do you um, think he'll leave? I don't see him getting in. I mean you look at um Harry Bolton over at Derby, he's been yeah. yeah. So he'll get in and well I hope he gets a chance. Ryan Kent, I don't see you know, he's twenty two now. I don't. I think he'll go, um, but I certainly rate him as a as a player. He's just, yeah. he isn't good good enough for Liverpool. So, do you, th- do you think Rangers will, will keep a hold of him? Mm, next no, season? I think he'll go down to Championship. Yeah, 
He'll go. I think, I think he'll go to one of the three teams that miss out in the playoffs. He'll go to a Villa, a West Brom. Yes. He'll go. He, he's that good. I think he's. I think he's electrifying, and he does yeah. get bomb, he, he does get bombs off seats, is which is what you want in a winger. Yeah. But he's certainly not the best young player in this country. No. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, as you said, could you even class him no. as a young player? I think I agree with you, Robbie. I think twenty-one and under should be. I mean, you see Raheem Sterling; he's twenty-four year old, yeah. young player. Yeah. It's, it's it's madness, but I do understand it's you know twenty-one from the season starting. I get that rule, but it's it's an absolute sham. I mean, personally, I was off such a high when I when I found out um, that Stephen Dobby was a player of the championship and he was in the in the team of the championship, and then. Forty minutes later, hearing about David Turnbull, and I just I, 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 I was I was messaging you, wasn't? I? And I was like, I want to delete life right now. Can we just restart? Because it's it's just it's so wrong. Mm-hmm. It's so this, this isn't but hurt because I, because David Turnbull hasn't won it. It's because he should have won it. But the positive is he's not won it. Therefore, he's not going to be going anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a blank thing it is, it is, in disguise. Yeah. And that's, that's the way I just need to keep forcing myself to look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think moving from one winger to another, uh, from Ryan Kent to Bolleribe, do you see as, I mean, it's been a big talk now, do you see Bolleribe staying on to Motherwell for next um, season? I don't know what's contract situation is it for. Is it one year One year left? I don't know. Because I don't know if that might be a deciding factor. Yeah, I think Robbie knows. Robbie is at like four yeah, years. Yeah, there's a four-year four deal they've got him on. Um, so he's he's not he's not there for he's, he's contracted to 2023. So um, they've not got him on that for for absolutely nothing. He's a talent. I just think. I genuinely think, if you want me to be honest, I think he's a bit of a big fish in a small pond playing for Mother Room. I know I'm often one to say we're top six to top four in the country, but I just do feel he genuinely looks classes above the players we have just now, certainly going on attack. I'm not comparing it with Grimshaw and Tate and others, but I just do think he's the best attacking outlet we have. Um, so you, think, you're ruling out a, a loan deal for Again, it's just because I don't see it happen doesn't mean I don't want it to happen, but I do think Forrester want me to go down down south next season I covered yeah. that last podcast I do think I want him to go down south and mm. then he'll be in the, he'll, he'll, you know, probably copying my, my own words here but he'll be in their um, in their team not this season but next well you've seen it with Tom Aldred that he came back to us and won after his first spell so I think he, I think he was enjoying it up yeah here. you never know that could play a factor in him coming back on because I don't see us spending a lot, a lot of money you know no and but Burry straight out didn't want Tom Aldred, that's the thing. Adam that's They didn't they didn't they didn't want him at all. Um but if you if you want to be decisive and say Tom Aldred or, or Bolly or Ebu, who are we saying? Because you know, look at the they are the two top earners in the squad. If you want them on if you want them on I'd, torn, I'd rather permanence. Keep, mm. I'd rather keep Really? Mm, I would have Aldridson, Tom Aldridson. Yeah, I would. I would have Aldridson, but I think we're we're, we're blessed in defence. We've covered it millions of times. We like say Gallagher and Barry coming yeah. back as well. We're blessed in centre defence, but see that's my yeah, yeah, that's my reasoning behind it. See, we don't have you know quality wingers. I mean, the backup for Arribi's freer. The backup for Tom Aldridge, you know, you've got Peter Hartley in there. You've got Declan Gallagher coming. That's if Peter Hartley stays. You've got you know Barry Maguire. You've you're pretty Don't much worry. sorted, but. You know, as I said, Tom Aldridge, you know, has been one of your players of the year yeah. this year. I think he was unlucky to miss out on, you know, players player of the year or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a weird one to pick his two completely different players, but so important in their own ways yeah, to the definitely. team. Absolutely. So so I think I think if we were to keep Ball Bay, that would be amazing. But if we could get one of the two back, then you know, it'd be over the moon with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Tom Aldred will stay? Or? I hope so. I think his deal's running out. I'm sure. It is, yeah. So don't see why not. Really, I just don't see him going down from two k a week to about you know literally half in his wages. Yeah, one. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't see that. And I, th- I know we've covered it before. Uh, you know, we think he's got one big move in him. I certainly don't think it's the last we'll see of him at Far Park. But for now, you know, Robo could work his magic. Because 
you know, mother will get into your saying it's not a point of, you know, you don't players don't come here for the money. Players come here because they get it. They know what it's about. <laughs> um, so, and Tom certainly does. So, yeah. that's the hope. But I just think he's got one big move in him. But if, it, if we're under his skin enough, then I'm confident. Yeah. Confident. I mean, he was, he was even linked over to yeah. India. I mean, that, that was a bit of a weird one. Mumbai yeah, City. Rangers, so I it's yeah. yeah, I mean, whenever we play Rangers, you can never really trust yeah. anything. In the in the news, uh, so Tom Aldred, uh, what's Tom Aldred? Two yep. two k a week, yep. he said. In a you know, Arabi's wage is I, that not? That's quite. That's I, I'd quite say a lot. I'd say it's certainly you know top three and a half, four, I think. Yeah. I'll check. I'll check yeah. Actually, um, I, I I think probably Arabi we can reside to losing him at some point, but I think we'll be able to look back and maybe a Randolph situation. Oh, we've got him. We, or, we, or sorry, we had him at some point in his career. I think mm. we'll be able to look back, you know, when Nottingham Forest are doing decent in the Championship, we'll, we'll be able to look, oh, we had him. He's decent. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, another thing that I was looking at, um, you know, I compared Ball Eribe to Marvin Johnson. I think the Marvin Johnson loan deal that he was on at Sheffield United is one of the weirdest loan deals I have ever seen. From Middlesbrough to Sheffield United and Sheffield United getting promoted to the Premier League and he has to go back to Middlesbrough in the Championship. It's a, it's a weird one, but I mean, I put, I put up a poll on my page the other day. Who do you, who do you think's better, Marvin Johnson or Ball Eribe? Um, I would say Marvin Johnson. Yeah. yeah this case was just terrifying. I, I, th- I think because he was always going towards goal. Yeah, yeah. Bolly a tricky winger. He's quick, but Marvin Johnson was so direct, and that's what I like in my uh, wingers. And I think I think that's why I've got a wee a lot of time for Elliot Freer because he's penetrative at times. And I think Marvin Johnson and and Lionel Lainsworth goes far as blessed to have seen them in a Murrow shirt at the exact same time. Johnson, mm, I Johnson's think. stronger as well because Ari. The only criticism of Arabi as he goes down to Easley, he done it on Saturday against the Norman. Yeah. 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 The source I've got I is saying Arabi's on 15 grand a week. I don't believe that, but. That's. No, no I don't believe that. Most of it says about eight. Mm. But I think... See, I, I heard he was on about five. Really? Five, 30, 45 grand a week. Well, yeah. I don't. There's not. There's no chances on 15 grand a week. That's. No. That's a bit that's that's extravagant. Yeah, I don't it's extravagant. Yeah. I think so, yeah, like like you'd say, I think it's between five and eight probably. More of a shout. Yeah. So I think looking at Bollerby, I think that's off the table getting him permanently, oh, yeah. there's no chance yeah. there. Yeah. Tom Aldred getting him permanently is not out the out the window as of yeah. yet. Whether he'll take that wage cut, as you said, is 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 still unknown. Yeah. Would you bring in another winger? Oh yeah, I think we need uh, two. Yeah, next season. Yeah, definitely the winger. Maybe one. I think two wingers. Who else Also depends on where uh, Polworth's going to be playing. I think he's a bit. I think he's better through the middle. Yeah, yeah, he's been playing centre mid. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't fancy him out in the wing because people said there was obviously Jake Hastie's no replacement, but I don't, I don't see that happening he was in at the, all. The year so, for the championship as well, Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, which is which is great to see. So, a, an exciting season certainly coming up. Hopefully, it doesn't end up the way this season done. Uh, going back to that, I found another source here. Bolly Rebe's on five thousand two hundred fifty pound a week. That sounds more yeah, like it. Yeah, definitely. Certainly not fifty. The, the fifteen thousand. Going back to your point about. Comparing Freer to Marvin Johnson, right. I think I'd like Freer. I'd, I'd say I would <laughs> like Freer. You know, I think, as you know, I'm not a big fan of Elliot Freer. But the difference when I look at them, they're two very similar players. The difference between Freer and Marvin Johnson when I look at them, if Marvin Johnson hit the ball too far in front of him, say four or five yards in front of him, and a, and a defender came across, Marvin Johnson would go through it. Yeah. Someone else going for the same ball as him, he, he, he gets himself. 
you know, there's one thing you can't teach in football, and that's that's your desire to to win the ball. I don't think I think Elliot Freer's too scared of getting injured, which is disappointing because I think if he really put himself, you know, forward and and he was determined enough, he, he could he could go further than Motherwell. Mm. But for me, I don't think at the at the moment I I, I don't rate him. Freer is. We know what he can do if he gets past a fullback, but times he's very reluctant to go past past fullbacks for some reason. I don't know why that is, because we've seen what he can do when he crosses the ball in. He's got a good cross in him, I think, but he's just yeah, he's too scared. I think. Back to Adam's point, yeah, um, Marvin Johnson wasn't only you know quick. He was a he was an absolute presence. He was yeah. a, power, a powerhouse at times. I think he was an absolute horse when he was running. You just couldn't stop him. Mm-hmm. Elliot Freer's a bit more slight, slight built, a bit more thinner. So I think he's in certainly certainly a lot more cautious. But Marvin Johnson on his on his game is absolutely demonic. What a player! What a player! Yeah, he can do a job defensively as well. He could, yeah, yeah. He did play left back a good few times for us. Yeah, I think it was when he first signed. He was playing at left back a few times in a bar. Yeah. So, fear doesn't chat back. I think if you remember back, Robbie, when we done the the top twenty five players of this century, we where do you, where do you think was the it place Marvin Johnson? If you can remember, it was twenty fourth. Yes. Whereas, whereas you know. He's, he's, he's partner in the other wing line of Lanesworth. Where did we place him? It certainly wasn't ten because no, we kept that. Was it? Was it maybe ninth? Ah, fifteenth. We put right, okay. Lionel. Fifteenth. We had a, we had a couple of controversial ones. I remember Stephen Hamill at twelve. At twelve, sparked yeah. up a few. Mm. Raised a few, eyebrows. Losing opinions, especially. Yeah, especially from none other than David Turnbull. He certainly Did he didn't agree with it. No, he messes me when I put up. Do you know how I was counting down the days between the first mm-hmm. of December and the twenty fifth yeah. of December? When it came to twelve. When it came to twelfth, um, he wasn't very happy that Stephen Hamill wasn't in the top ten. And he was he, saying he? So. He, was, he was just saying he should definitely be in the top ten. And then he sent me a photo of Adam Livingston saying he should be in the top ten. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mixed opinions, I think. Mm. We'll definitely yeah, do that, was, that again sometime. I don't know. Don't know what we'll what we'll change it to this time. We can't really do the top mm. twenty five players. I think who was who, who, who was the top ten? Um, fearless. Uh, the top ten was at number ten, Darren Randolph. Uh, number nine, Steve, Stephen Stephen uh, number eight, John Sutton. Number seven, John Hutchinson. Number six, Jamie Murphy. Number number five, yeah. Louis Moult. Num- number four, yeah. Keith Lasley. Number three, Scott McDonald. McFadden. Number two, James McFadden. And number I one, I don't think you can, you can argue with that. And I think, you know, we kept, you know, I wanted to put Phil number 10. Um, and I know we had a wee bit, he was 14th yes. or 13th, wasn't he? I think we, we, yeah, we had a wee bit of a, a disagreement on that, but I think for based on what they what they done in the two thousands, I, th- I don't think you can argue with that top ten. Yeah, because a lot of people messes me. You know, I don't think a lot of people got the gist of it. And they were they were saying, "Oh, where's David yeah. Cooper? Where's why is why is Phil O'Donnell not first? Or blah blah blah." And I was like, "It's the twentieth century." Uh, just to recap that, if you've never seen it before, uh, the top 25 was Alan Campbell. This is in from 25th down to 1st. Alan Campbell, Marvin Johnson, Richie Foran. You think you, you, you cannot uh, Do you know how long <laughs> I've tried to pronounce that? I still can't do it. Uh, 21 is Chris Porter, then Trevor Carson, Chris Cadden, Stephen McManus, Jim O'Brien, John Ruddy, Lionel Ainsworth, Phil O'Donnell, David Clarkson, Stevie Hamill. Chris Humphrey, Darren Randolph, Stephen Craig and John Sutton, Sean Hutchinson, Jamie Murphy, Louis Moult, Keith Lasley, Scott McDonald, James McFadden and Michael Higdon. Here's a question for you. Would you put David Turnbull in there than 
in that top yeah, 25. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Chris Porter should have been in it. I know his stats don't lie, but I definitely, definitely think, and not, not not probably just because he probably listens to these, I'm not just saying it, but I definitely think he, he he's, he's in there. Mm-hmm, yeah. So would you, would you take Chris Port, Porter out and put David Tumble at 21st? Or would you change the whole thing? No, but I'd probably put Davey in at 20, 21st just now. Just... I mean, you've got you've got three current players in the top top twenty five, which is Alan Campbell. He's at twenty fifth. You've got Trevor Carson, who's at twentieth, and Chris Cannon yeah. at nineteenth. So Tumble not better than Campbell at the moment, but not as good as 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 Cadden and that to move I up just, the list. I just don't. It's longevity. It's, it's longevity, and you can't whack. You can't look past the. You know, I know he was in the squad. But Chris was an integ- Davy was in the squad for the cup final. But Chris was an integral part of last season. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and I think that's why we put him. Well, I, I was banging the drum for him to be there, and him and Trevor as well. I think being side by side because you can't whack what they've done. And Alan Campbell's been consistent ever since he, he came onto the scene in the derby. He, he I think he's had a poor game. Mm. He's, de- he's definitely no, not, he's definitely he's, not been he's below a seven. in the middle. I mean, we, we spoke, we spoke of. We yeah, spoke about it last week. Yes, yeah, I think he's underrated, in my opinion. But that's a, that's a good thing because yeah, somebody's always better than him. Um, yeah. Flying under the radar, similar with the David Turnbull, no getting the PFA award. Um, I'm outraged, but I'm also alright with it because you you know he can go and get 15 goals this season, but he's no one an award for it. So how does that really matter? Because that's an old, that's an, a, a way an old firm fan will argue. Oh, he's no one in his career. How can he be a club legend? Or he's no how many awards has he won? Well, that's not what it's about. That's a mentality, isn't it? That's a mentality, yeah. And he won the he top five awards at our point of the year. So that's... oh, but that's that's a that motherboard. That's a tin pot award. So that yeah, yes. It's it's what's the what's the word I'm trying to think about? It's um it's you know, I forget it. I've completely it's completely lost mind. completely lost the word. Honestly, I've lost half my English this podcast. Uh but before we finish things off, is there anything you'd like to go over before we, we wrap things up here? I just hope for hope for a win on a win on Saturday. Yeah, it's a big game, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Mm-hmm. We we get score predictions oh, for Saturday. Two one. I went for two one the last time we were away from home. Need to believe me, and we won two one. So <laughs> go for the same. One of the coldest away oh, days ever. I was going away after that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, uh, prediction, Robbie, for Saturday. Um, I just, I just, I just don't know where the goals are going to come from. But I know, well, oh, Jesus Christ, no, yeah. Other than him, I, I just, I just always when I think of goals, I need to look for a striker. I'm like, oh, we're not playing Johnson. Scott kind of threw up front of his own. And Curtis Main couldn't hit a barn door. But then again, we've got 14, 13, 14 goals in David Turnbull. He'll turn up. But I'm always reliable in defence, and I'm aware of what happened in Dundee, or, or the, against Dundee rather. Uh, but I just, I think we're always decent defensively. So yeah, I, I think a clean sheet, and I don't see where St Johnson scores will come from because Haaland isn't flying. Kennedy's inconsistent, no. and Tony Tony Watt uh, does, doesn't. Does Tony Watt even he doesn't play there? Yeah. Chris Kane. Chris yeah, Kane. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then George Hornsey is not being getting in. I think he's probably their best player. Yeah, that's because he's leaving. I can understand Tom Wright for making a stance. If he's not going to be part of the future, why play him? So that's the exact same situation we used to at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. so we both we, well, we we've said in the last two two weeks we've done this that it would be easy against Dundee. We we scraped a win. It would be easy against St Mirren. We drew. So, how about I'm going to say three 0 right. St Johnston, and hopefully you know reverse psychology. We'll win. We'll we'll, we'll get beat three 0 So I think that's us. We, <laughs> You think that's us done? We get anything else? Um, I'm, I'm probably we'll, we'll come off this and it'll be the seven o'clock Motherwell post and we've we'll, we'll signed somebody or somebody's gone and we we'll completely missed it. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. 
But yeah, I just hope, hope for a win and we can secure the seventh spot. Yeah. I think that's the, yeah, I think that's the perfect time to end, just going on to an hour. Um, so, you know, we've had, we've had a lot of things to cover. Uh, the main talking point, obviously, the PFA Awards. We had the return of Beat the Void, where Adam got his revenge on Robbie, 5-4, and he obviously won the How Is Your Touch annual. Obviously, it would be great if you could head over to their Instagram page or Twitter and and purchase yourself one of them. Um, they're doing a Kickstarter for it. So, Adam, you've got yourself one yep. of them when it comes out. So, that'll be good. Two, over 250 pages of Scottish Scottish football, including interviews from Nicky Law, blah, blah, blah. So, it's been good. Thank you for coming on, no Adam, again. No problem. Enjoyed it. And, as always, Robbie, thank you for coming thank on. Thank you. Cheers. So, thanks for listening, and we'll hopefully see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>